Okay, we are live. Episode 15. Uh, this is sales series. These are my favorite. I'm, I'm kind of, I say it, I've said it before. These are my favorite. Uh, we have a really good one. So you're going to want to watch this. Uh, we have Corey Higgins and we have Mike Scavuzzo. That was, that was weird. You got to, you got to throw a little bit weird. of this. On I don't them, know where Mike. that, I don't know what it was. Um, midday squares, uh, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you so you much for so having us. Much. Mike is in the U.S. and Corey is in Canada. That's how they divvy this up. We're going to toss it back and forth. It doesn't matter because this is going to be all about sales, CPG. Let's make it happen. Okay, so here we go. Uh, first, somebody give us a, a little bit of the story about Midday Squares. What's it all about in case nobody knows? You got it. I'll kick it off. Uh, so started back in 2018. Three founders, um, Nick... Jake and Les. Jake and Les are brother and sister, and Les and Nick are husband and wife. Um, they were all kind of doing their own thing. Uh, Les at the time was really frustrated with how Nick was eating, and he was just eating, you know, shitty chocolate in the middle of the day. So she created these bars um, out of her kitchen, hence where midday squares came from. And uh, yeah, started started making them there. Nick and Les wanted to get into business together, hadn't really come up with anything, was right in front of them. Nick, you know, if you watch the video on our Instagram stories, it's, they say, they tell the story much better, but in the shower, dawns on him, oh my God, we should get into CPG and sell these bars. They're so, so amazing. And so Midday Squares was born and they brought Jake on as the uh, chief rainmaker. And here we are. And then, uh, you can talk a little bit about the product. We're gonna yeah. now. We're gonna now assume everybody knows what it is. Let's just go. Let's get <laughs> right because this, we got, let's stay sales focused. See, you guys are on the shot clock, and I'm gonna say his name because we're gonna take it out tonight. Yeah, I said it. In four. In four. <laughs> Steph Curry, 24 second shot. I said it right now. We're taking him out in four. Tonight's the night. If you know, you know, NBA fans. Anyway. I love it. It, you, th this is an, this is going to be an interesting one because the founders are sales focused, uh, specifically Jake. Uh, if you don't know, so when we bring on sales people, there's a sales executive. Um, there's for multiple reasons, but it, but let's just dive into it. Maybe Mike break this down. Um, how do you take over uh, the sales position for a brand that has? sales in its DNA, it's built off of sales, uh, storytelling and the like, and, and assuming one of the three founders are sales, sort of sales engaged. Yeah, it's, it's a, you know, a, a, a real benefit for us on the sales side. And it's, it's building upon, it's not necessarily taking over what, what was done before. And I think that's one of the, the beautiful things about Jake. He is such a talented networker, connector. It, it's remarkable. So being able to, to leverage him, his um, network to then take things to the next level um, and where we really come in and, and help set the tone is, you know, we get the intro from Jake or we, we have it ourselves and then we take the ball and, and run with it um, to, to close those sales or, or get the intro meetings or, or whatever it may be. So it's, it's really a, a team effort more, more than anything else. It's not necessarily taking over per se. 
Um, I this is this is an industry. I I always say this. I believe uh, that a founder is best suited if they have a sales background. That's my personal belief. Those that are cut with sales. Uh, have an easier time um, and they have the ability to grow it to a specific number. I'm kind of a big believer, like a million dollars kind of showcase, does this thing have legs? Where does it have legs? Is there market fit? Where was it? And the like. Um, in this case, they, they, I don't know, they call them Rainmaker. I don't know what that is, but it's fine. Um, sorry, Jake, you know how it is. Um, uh, the, the, the connecting piece. How then do you separate that? Are you guys in these particular meetings on your own or do they still, uh, or do they still come or are they involved somehow? Yeah, you, you know, it depends on what the, the meeting is. I think anytime you can have a founder in front of a buyer is, um, you know, the founders bring on sales folks to be an extension of them and, and to represent the brand. So I know Corey and I feel very comfortable and confident going into meetings solo. But when you can when you can bring someone like Jake, where you can feel that that energy as much as we try to portray it, it just hits different when it's a founder. Um so yeah, I think uh, uh, Corey, if you want to jump in too, yeah, it's it's yeah. I was just gonna say, you know, what I've done is bring them on in the first, you know, few minutes of the of the meeting because there's just such a, I mean, there's such a celebrity, you know, behind the brand, and there's such a connection to the brand with the actual founders. I mean, so many people haven't tried the product, but they know the brand. So even a lot of our buyers, you know, they're they're very familiar, but actually haven't tried it. So then to get Jake, Nick and or Les on the call for first few minutes to intro, talk about the brand, what it is, and then Mike and I take it away. This is going to be, we're going to get like real honest right now, right? Because this is a value add piece. <laughs> is there ever too much? Do you ever, do you ever need to tone things down? And I know this would be a sentiment of anybody who, who has a feeling about a, a particular person who has an energy, something that is is very unique, right? In, in, in sort of the, the way they, they push things out. Is there ever those elements where you've had that, let's go, let's bring it right now, where you've ever had to say, we need to bring it down for a second. This is gonna be one of these conversations where I'd like to, the, she, she, I like this smirk there. I'd like to lead it, or I don't like, I don't want you guys jumping in, or I'd like you to start this conversation with no more than 60 seconds. Because I've also heard interviews too. Sometimes I, I'm saying this because I'm a talker too. They, some of them run really long, right? And they don't, you're not hearing yourself. Just go and go and go. And sales is one of those things. Ah, yeah. I don't know what that was I'm doing right now, but you anyway, go with it. Go answer me, please. Yeah, you, I, I think that the there's coaching that goes into it. And it's it's like anything else as it relates to being in that meeting. Like there's a lot of prep that goes in. No, no buyers the same. So it's really having clear objectives going in and saying, this is what we're trying to accomplish. And, and this is what's going to resonate with this buyer, or this is the priority at this retailer. Let's make sure we hit on those things. But it's also, you know, be unapologetically yourself. We don't want to tone down um, Les, Nick, or, or Jake, because that's part of the magic. I appreciate that comment. Um, 
Uh, unapologetic. I, I've seen that text be used before. I, I don't know. Maybe it's through a post or something. Maybe it's Jake. He uses that a lot. And 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 um, I totally get it. Um, that is their thing. That at least that's his. Um, I've had. Um, uh, luckily, I even just recently had a private conversation with Nick, and I uh, really enjoyed that conversation. Uh, it, him and I had just a. a we just wa were walking the show. He's in. Uh, it was recently at CHFA. I caught him in the hallway. We just kind of like started walking. And um, I'm more into stuff like that because you don't have all the, the, the stuff going on. Some, I'm going to say it. Sometimes it's just a show, you know, and I know people have this sentiment out there. There's people, it, it's, a, it's a story and they're telling this story and it's a show. It's a, it's a program. People don't understand this. I've had to have conversations because people, I don't know if they feel like, um, that they can confide in me, but I've had to respond and say, don't you understand this is an eyeball situation. The whole, the whole thing, everything in brand building is eyeballs. Everything in social is eyeballs. I just posted this morning, I was, I was being somewhat like, even though I'm a fan, Kim, Kim's doing this thing with Beyond Meat now. It's, she just, it's eyeballs. That is the name of the game. And if yep. you're like scared of it, that's your problem. It's, and, and that's your thing. It's, it's no one else's. You, it's, it's your thing. You don't have to do it. Do whatever makes you feel right. There are other people out there who enjoy it, who want to entertain. Maybe they'd be an actor if it wasn't this. I mean, it doesn't, who cares? They're comfortable doing what they're doing. And it's working. <laughs> Is that weird if I get close? Because I'm not, I'm not really like attractive. So it's like, um, okay, let's go to a, di let's, sorry, I just, let's go. I'm just trying to tell, just, whatever. Decks. You guys have a deck. Talk, talk to me about what your sales deck looks like when you go into a meeting. Go, Corey, give it to us. Yeah, we have a deck, uh, you know, what Mike's said earlier, we do tailor it to, you know, who we're speaking to or what retailer we're speaking to. I don't follow the deck to the T. I just don't. I usually talk. Um, that's what I like to do. And I like to connect with the buyer. I like to watch them. My problem, especially now without the, you know, um, connection face to face, I can't read them. I can't see them. So I find when you put the deck on the screen, then, then I've lost them and I, and then I don't have the connection. I can't see you. So that's really important to me. So then I usually just PDF and send it over to them after, but I definitely reference a few things, but I always send it to them after we talk through it's much more engaging, much faster. And then I send it through. That's how, how, many, I how many pages is your deck right now? I, I'm like 15 max. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Uh, you you guys share one. Uh, U.S. and Canada is sort of same thing. You're uh, you kind of maybe make it specific to some retailers that are you know Loblaws up north, you know, and it, where you are, Corey, and then you know maybe the Wegmans uh, that you are. You're right. I mean, it, you just change out one or two pages. Yeah, it's. I'd say the biggest difference is in the the access to to data and information. On the U.S. side, we have uh, much more uh, robust options and and offerings. We have we have greater access. Uh, but the foundation of those decks, uh, you think your your what is midday, who is midday, why is it different? Like that's that's essentially the same. And then it starts getting custom into either what data or information we have. Uh, available to us for that specific retailer for that specific market. Let's talk 
pricing uh, as it's directly correlated with sales and what you've had to do. You guys just did a pack change. Um, I, I, you know, I, right. Uh, it's a, it's a significant one. Um, and uh, I appreciate the way the story was, but it's a significant pack change, right? You're going for two bars of wine uh, and like, um, um, and when you're doing that on top of what I assume, did you guys have a price increase, let's say over the last eight months? Uh, no price increase over the last eight months. No price increase. Um, is there going to be a price change uh, when you go from a two to a one? Yes. Okay. There is. Yeah. Uh, up or down? That would be up. It would be up. <laughs> I mean, if we if we were going down, we'd be the one CPG company going going down in this environment. Well, but you're going down in in pack size. Let's just talk about it because this is sales. Yeah. Yeah. You're going down in pack size and you're going up in price. How do you sell that? Yeah, it, transparency. I mean, when, when you boil it down, there's there's really two reasons. This take take the price change out of the equation. Our consumers want one square. We hear it time and time again, surprisingly, more often than we hear new flavors or new innovation. They want one square because that's easier to consume on the go. They only have one at a time, so on and so forth. Um, so number one, it's, it's, a, it's a consumer move and we're listening to our consumers. The, the second piece with that, we're, we're not uh, sheltered from logistics increases, uh, packaging increases, uh, raw material price increases, the business today is very different than what it was in 2018 when it started. So, you know, the way that we have to sell it is we have a very unique differentiated item. We have a really, really strong consumer base and we have proof and sales data that it's working in the market, both Canada and U.S. Um, and that's really what we, we fall, we fall back on, you know, it's, it's the differentiation that we provide to retailers categories and the incrementality that, that help kind of separate us and, and pass this through. The, la the last one is labor. Um, most don't know you guys are, um, vertically integrated, which means that they may, they're their own manufacturer. Um, and I can only imagine what that looks like. Uh, yep. that's a, that is a, all of this is a nasty business. I said it. I don't care. Uh, that one's a, that one's a nasty. But I but I'm on the flip side. I'm going to say something else. I'm going to say I'm going to both sides of you know both sides. Uh, I would love to be. I love that. I I love the idea of owning um, the the production, owning the quality, and owning the costing. Uh, things won't get out of hand, and that's only through experience experience understanding what it's like to work with a, with a co-man or a manufacturer nothing wrong we've been blessed to have really amazing relationships um now again i'll go back to the other side but i also have no idea what that would entail besides the cash amount of cash you would need especially for for you know what we do extruders and this that and the other um beyond that uh, managing people don't understand i'd love to own a factory i'd be, it'd be so great <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is a, this is a, yeah. Move. Okay. yeah that's, that's, that's Mark. That's, that's the other part of it with the price increase. I mean, we, we don't have a business if we, if we don't do this and that's, that's really what it comes down to is, you know, 
we want to provide uh, this this item and future items for the next 20, 25 years. Yeah. And if we don't make this move, like we don't have a business, so we I, have to. Yeah, and I, I appreciate that transparency too. And I'll, I'll help you with the, the promotion of it. I think I saw, uh, maybe Nick did a, a, a video I, I saw for briefly, maybe yeah. about the change and uh, here, I'll help. It's like m most who are just on the other side, they're the consumer. They don't know what goes on the inner workings of, of a CBG company, especially what I consider small or medium size. Um, whether it's funded, I know you guys had a round of financing. You guys, again, transparent, you guys could blow through that in, in a year. I mean, it's like, it, especially if, again, margins are tight already. Um, and you got a big workload and uh, your GNA on your PL, like it's it's a it's a mucky business. And when you're burning cash, uh, it, it's dangerous. And unless you make these very, very, very important moves, you may not even get a chance to, to you know, to get to get around the, the, the course again. You know, I always reference some sort of track. I don't know where that I don't know. I never did track. I don't even I, you know, anyway, sorry. Um, me, um, I would like maybe three pieces for those that have a brand, those that are have a sales team or one person, right? Um, those that want to, you know, hire a sales executive to help them build. What are like three pieces that you would say are important for the brand and or product that help you? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think that the the three pieces in terms of like gaining more business or help me with a little more clarity on the on the question. Well, if you're 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 sitting in you're sitting in a new opportunity as as head of sales for a CPG company, food or beverage. What are the three pieces that you're looking for that that provide you the confidence to know I can do this? This is something I can see, sink my teeth into. There's got to be three pieces. I'm there could be ten, but like, what are the top three? Yeah, I, well, I think first and foremost, you have you have to have a really strong product and, and really strong positioning. I mean, th there needs to be a reason for that item to be on on shelf and why consumers want to go and pick it up. So I think that's that's number one. The second piece that's really really important is support from the founders. You know, this 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 is crucial because this is their baby. They've been doing this. They've been doing the sales calls. Um, and this is something that I appreciate so much from, from Les, Nick, and, and Jake, to be able to hand that off and trust someone else with your baby to make the right decisions for the business is really difficult. But without that, your salesperson isn't going to be successful. So there has to be that, that trust there. Um, and then the, the, the last piece that I think is, is key is data and information. I think having line of sight to whether it's internal financials with trade spend, external data, um, like a, a, a spins or distributor information. I know spins is super expensive. Um, it could even be into, yeah the internal shipment information that's going out, allowing your your sales team to make data driven fact based decisions will lead to better results and leads to more productive conversations. So I think those those are three pieces that uh, would are crucial to to me. 
Uh, Corey, I still want you, I actually want you to weigh in a little bit. You can just jump on the back of that. Uh, I, I just, because I'm neurotic and just odd like that, I see like guitars in the back. There's like a whole, <laughs> like, there's like a band a thing scene. going. I don't know what's happening if she's in a rock band. Well, I, full disclosure, I I'm usually, Mike probably hasn't seen this background. So I have dogs and a whole bunch of stuff happening inside. So I'm over the garage, which is kind of my husband's man cave. So there's like a golf simulator. And yes, he plays in a band. They got so. it made up there in Toronto. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. I, I mean, the only closest thing I got is ear pods and, and maybe some Tupac playing during my workouts. I don't, they got a whole thing. To, anyway, sorry. Yeah. yeah um, I like you because to, to close up, we're going to do a follow-up because I, first off, um, I, I enjoy the brand. Um, uh, Nick and these guys and Les, Jake, they know that I'm, I, I'm a fan. I'm here to support any way that I can, uh, you know, whatever that, you know, and um, so I want to do a follow-up. Um, I'll even also probably bring the, them back. I want to do on Let's Eat. Um, but I still, I think it's important uh, for you, Corey, to give us just a, a piggyback off that uh, yeah. so that people can hear it. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I would have said very similar. Those those three things as Mike, um, we're always very aligned. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just just maybe broader, but but overall is important for me is, is you know, the leadership. Um, that and that they're they're you know um, constantly hiring the, the right leaders because we work so cross functionally in this business, like so, especially with the manufacturing, like so cross functionally, which is which is one of the things I love. I find that incredibly fulfilling, um, you know. But it's it's important that they're hiring the right people. So it's like leadership and, and culture. And it's just something that um, it's one of the reasons I came to midday and it's been epic. So they've done a very good job. <laughs> I like that. Um, and we'll, we're gonna close it with that again. I, this went a little bit longer and I like that too and, and all that, but we'll do follow-ups with this and some other stuff and blah, blah, blah. Uh, we've got it. Uh, Mike and Corey midday swears. Enjoy the rest of the week. You Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much.